slightly off topic one today, but it is quite an interesting discussion and I kind of bring it around to how this demonstrates, um, I guess, some, some practices that we can try to implement in our lives, bodybuilding and, and outside of bodybuilding, and to make the quality of our life better and, in fact, our relationships better and our results better. An interesting little story came across my feed. Now, this on the surface is going to sound like it has absolutely nothing to do with what my podcast typically concerns itself, which is the kind of philosophical side of bodybuilding and so on. But it kind of does. It kind of speaks to a massive societal problem that if if you fall into this pit, you're going to limit yourself because you're going to limit yourself in your ability to grow and develop as a human being and it's it's frustrating when you see people in the public uh, promoting this kind of limiting type weird narrow-minded worldview so the situation is that there's this channel um, or this show I guess called G4 TV now I don't watch this I'm not interested in it it's for gamers, and I'm not really a gamer. Well, I'm not a gamer. Uh, but the I guess there's this female host, a short-haired uh, female host who looks like penis repellent, to be honest. And she's upset that she makes herself look like penis repellent and that she behaves like a penis repellent. And she thinks every man should praise and applaud her for being a penis repellent. That's a very kind of weird uh, worldview. But again, it's something I've talked about before, which is this philosophy that the whole world needs to change to conform to what you want, uh, rather than, I mean, so so what it was was this, I, I I don't remember her name, I'll try to put it in the description, look it up after the fact. But basically, I I saw her rant, and she went on this huge rant saying, essentially, that she says, I'm not as attractive as some of the previous female hosts, and they got off lighter. So if you don't like anything I say, it's because of sexism. Now, that makes absolutely no sense, because... Obviously, uh, if it was pure sexism, then those other female hosts she was alluding to would have gotten the same treatment she did. Um, But her claim being that, well, they're prettier than I am, so they get away with more. Well, guess what, idiot? Welcome to the real world where beautiful people, men and women, tend to get a little bit more rope. They tend to get away with things and they people treat them delicately so on because they like them and I mean this this is the real world what do you want to do about it so you want to be on this TV station you want to get praised for every single thing you do because you're a strong powerful independent penis repelling woman 
Um, but what, what really brought a lot of attention to this story was the fact that they were going through and deleting any comments that, that had any kind of, like one of the comments that, that was highlighted that was deleted was somebody just saying simply, wow. And they're deleting it because they can't handle any criticism. Because any criticism of the content, therefore, equals sexism. Now, this is extremely narcissistic, extremely immature. And I, like I said, it's, it's this worldview of, if you don't, I'm going to use the sexism card to try to prop myself up and to dismiss any possible criticism of my content it's not that what I'm doing is garbage. It's that you're watching it wrong. You're watching it through a lens of sexism. Horseshit. Okay? And people, some people are stupid enough to fall for it. But funny enough, the people who are stupid enough to fall for it are the people who are sitting there like uh, like Ed from from uh, Lion King there, the stupid hyena going, <laughs> and clapping their hands. In fact, one of, the, one of the hosts on a monitor during this rant did exactly that. It was priceless. He literally like, <laughs> clapping his hands. It's like, you idiots are in such an echo chamber, you have no idea how pathetic you look. So, like, like I said, I don't watch this channel. I don't care. Supposedly, it's uh, it's kind of destroying their fan base because here's I'm, I'm baffled that Hollywood and that shows like this they perpetuate this thing and they see that fans don't like being insulted and being told you're watching it wrong and yet they continue to do it they see how movies lose hundreds of millions of dollars doing this kind of thing in the during the marketing and they lose hundreds of millions of dollars trying to like send these uh, th this to be preach this narrative they've decided rather than tell a good story and rather than saying oh you know what ah, maybe people don't like being insulted they're like oh good we're, we're, we see that loses hundreds of millions of dollars we should do that too like wow wow whoops I said, wow, I'm going to get deleted. It's It kind of reminds me of this other story that popped up, Jimmy Kimmel doing this uh, Mattel Barbie commercial, where basically uh, it, you lose all nuance, right? They, they said that he, he was saying that, oh, anybody who's against mandatory vaccines, so it's, it's uh, what, anti-vax Barbie or whatever. Now, yes, there's obviously some anti-vaxxers, but not everybody who's anti-mandatory vax are anti-vax. So so what they're doing is they're taking away all nuance. Now, um, geez, who was it? There was, actually it was Russell Brandt brought this to my attention recently. It was this great quote by, I think a documentary director that he worked with that um, was about what happens when you strip away nuance from, from a story is it basically becomes uh, ideology. It becomes dogmatic. It becomes indoctrination. This is what happens. And this is what the mainstream media has turned into and what not just the mainstream media, but the, the mainstream kind of entertainment industry has turned into is this ideological place where they, they are really pushing, uh, preaching their narrative 
and anyone who comes up against it or has an issue with it, they, they try to slander as being immoral. I just hope, I just hope we can be smarter than that. I hope we can look ourselves in the mirror and say, I am going to allow myself to have nuanced thinking. I got in this weird conversation with someone who they were convinced that thinking independently is a myth, that we actually think in uh, communities, we think in as a group, which can be true in a way uh, if we allow ourselves to be pulled in. But the thing is, people are turning their backs on their own beliefs just because they've they've become so politically ideological that they once their party kind of flip flop flops on something i mean fuck look at look at the vaccines themselves joe biden and his minions were saying oh i i don't trust vaccines because they're coming from trump and everybody should think twice about getting them and now that he's in office they're forcing them into people so Again, it's so blatant, I don't understand how people don't see, oh, this doesn't represent what I used to believe. Like, at least be consistent. At least be consistent. The same people shouting, my body, my choice, are now saying, no, no, no. These these vaccines, uh, we need to force them into people. But it doesn't, it's for their own protection. So shouldn't they, shouldn't they choose what it is? No, it... It might stop the spreadability. Well, it's shown it hasn't. Yeah, but I'll feel safer if you get it. And I, since I will feel safer for it, it's selfish for you to not do what makes me feel better about myself. Like, again, it's just it's just an example. It's just showing what people are actually thinking without even knowing it. Hmm. Feels crazy to be kind of asking people to think. I mean, we are blessed or cursed or whatever you want with the ability as human beings to have rationality, to think, to have nuance in our thinking, and yet sometimes we're our own worst enemy. It's funny, I'm watching Dexter with my wife. I've never actually watched the show uh, we decided to pick it up and start start watching it. My wife has seen it before. I haven't. And there are some really good examples of really good writing in that show. And it doesn't have the kind of nonsense we see today. It's just pure. It's, it's politically incorrect, yes. It's, but it, it, it's good writing because it toys with interesting themes. There's the idea where he sees his father, this deity figure is he becomes a bit disenchanted. He finds out, oh, he's not the, like, he's not the, the infallible person I thought he was. There's things that he was hiding from me. And, and this is these are interesting themes to think about, you know, when our heroes kind of fail us and things like this and and, and toying with, with emotions and faking and what's real and having a code and those primal instincts to have vengeance when it feels like the system has failed you and it it plays with a lot of interesting themes in that and it doesn't but it doesn't do it in a 
way that preaches it and says, if you don't do this, you're evil, it makes you question what is good, what is evil. Shows that can, and writing that can successfully do that, um, that that's skillful writing. Not this horse shit we're seeing today and certainly not these rants where these entitled, immature people think that they have the right to get all the glory for everything without any kind of criticism and they're just entitled to have you be force-feed what they have to offer and if you don't like it, it's because you are some kind of a bigot and they think people actually buy into this and they think this will draw people in they think this will make people want to watch them oh, I better watch you or else I'll be a bigot I don't, I don't want to think of myself as a bigot yeah, yeah, you, you're, you're smoking some kind of crazy drug if you think that's how people work. How does this relate to what I wanted for this podcast? I don't know. I don't know. It's my podcast and I'll cry if I want to. It's just sad. It's just a sad societal trend. And it's funny because the, the, the people I'm seeing with this kind of mentality are the exact people typically look at them. Look at them. They're They're slobs, they're losers, they're the exact kind of people that I think <laughs> none of us, nobody listening to my podcast probably would want to be. But they try to infect us with some of these ideas and it can hurt us. We have to be smarter than that. We have to step outside ourselves, especially when especially when bad ideas seep in and and I talk about this because it, it helps bring awareness to me and because I, I get caught up sometimes too like I, I get caught up in these things I have to step back I'm like holy shit I was part of that I believe that and you try to make amends as best you can and backpedal but you try to get it before it's too late but it's hard to see in yourself and that's that's the thing it, it really is hard to see those bad habits in yourself unless you know what to look for and unless you make it an important part of your routine to ask yourself really hard questions and listen to them i think i think that's where i'll leave it for today. I've, I've mentioned this before that, that I like that practice of, of sitting down and asking yourself tough questions. How did I contribute this? When you're in an argument with your wife, you know, what, what the hell did I do wrong? Maybe I can make that better. When you're upset, say, okay, well, what's my part in this? It's really hard to do, especially when emotions are high, but the person who can do that demonstrates maturity and tends to get a lot of respect. So that's it for now. Uh, I will chime in in the future.